Lisa. Not depressing. Yes, Claire. We are here in our hotel. And what yes. are we doing this evening? Well, at the moment we're on a rooftop bar, Claire. Mm-hmm. We're drinking margaritas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to Rod Laver Arena to watch Robbie Williams. How excited are you? On a scale of on a scale of one to ten panties out the window. Oh, please don't say panties ever again. <laughs> How many panties? How many panties out there? Uh, nine. Nine panties, everyone. Nine panties. I repeat. We shall speak to you soon. Hello, Lisa Sinclair. Oh, hi, Claire Isaac. How are you? Look, I'm all right. How are you? You're the one that's been sick. I have been sick. Uh, more on that later, Claire. Yes. But I'm getting there. Thank you for asking. Not Good. that you did. I did. I said, how "Oh, yeah, are you did." You? you said, "How are you?" Sorry. Yes. <laughs> what okay. more do you need from me? <laughs> um, yes. What's on the show today, Lisa? Finkler? Well, on the show today, Claire, on this podcast, which is um, aimed at women over forty-five, but anyone can listen. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about an event that we went to with a lot of women over forty-five. Yes, yeah, so which was only Robbie over. Williams. <laughs> Live in concert. Robbie Williams. We did. Um, We've got some beauty spot, beauty spot, beauty spot, beauty spot. Some culture club. Culture club. Um, Return of an old uh, section down with the kids. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Down with the kids. Um, we've mm. got some Menno moments yep. and other stuff and a big question. Excellent. All right, let's start, Claire. Let us do it. Now, Claire. Yes. Was We went to see Robbie Williams in Melbourne, right? We did, yes. It was a bit of a disaster. Our flight got cancelled, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but was the actual concert one of the funniest nights of your life? It was hilarious fun. Yes. Um, for many reasons. Many, many one reasons. The, one of the reasons was that they were filming it for a for the upcoming Robbie Williams biopic. That is correct. And so they were filming Take That Concert from 1994. From 1994. <laughs> so they had the whole front row of extras dressed in 90s gear being paid like to jump 21. up and down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and scream when Fake That came on stage. Fake That. Yes. Yes. To which we were like, I love you, Fake Howard Donald, screaming. Fake um, Howard. Fake Howard. I love you. You shouted. I did shout that. And they were. Very um, often. <laughs> they were singing "Relight My Fire" numerous times. They did yep. about five times at the start, and then in the original three costumes, times at said. the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, that bit was all a bit. It was exciting at first, and then like any kind of shooting that you go yeah. on, it gets really boring after about five takes. And I felt yeah. really sorry for the people playing fake that because they were um, that yeah. big dance moves and stuff like that. But that was fun. Well, and then Robbie came quite, on. Quite, Quite, they got quite um, tired, didn't they? I would imagine they did. Although they're young, yeah. so they don't get as tired. As, and they wouldn't yeah. be as hard on their knees as it would have been. No, that's time. right. Um, that's and then right. Robbie came on and did all of the favourites. And I think he yes. felt like he really wanted to give us the money's worth because we'd paid and he sort of understood that it was could have been a bit shit, yes. really. So he went all out. He did some good stuff. He he led a chant yeah. of Warney because Jackson Warren was in the house, which was very sweet. Yes. Um, um, people were getting very drunk, weren't they, because they were. there was so much sort of downtime. So we had in the row behind us some young people. One of them said, 
um, when they said, let's pretend it's 1994, he said, I was born in 1994. And then you said a rude word to him, Claire. So um, <laughs> <laughs> but you then I punched him in the face. Uh, yes. yes. And then they decided to adopt me as like their sort of, yeah. you know, favourite yeah. old auntie or something. You said they were yes. patronising me. I wasn't necessarily convinced they were, but then they just were very drunk and, and I didn't really mind. They were way. very drunk. And then we asked, why are you into Robbie Williams? And it's because their mum liked him which really was I mean I felt stabbed to my heart I couldn't deny it but it was a very fun night we had lots of fun we said it really was midlife ladies on on the run wasn't it so much sequins so many well put together middle-aged ladies yes dressed in their Um, finery a lot of prosecco being drunk a lot of prosecco a lot of white (laughs) wine tears people falling over chairs (laughs) <laughs> then we all walked back from Rod Laver Arena into the city and there's lots of people sitting yes. on the side of the road. <laughs> honestly, honestly, people, we're if you were, if your mother is of a certain age, don't let her out on her own because it's no. really, you just got to make sure you know where she is at all times because honestly, yeah. people were And I think everyone's a bit overexcited, especially in Melbourne, weren't they? Because yeah. obviously the lockdowns and everything. So, I mean, that was the biggest, that was the most people I'd been in a room with for probably three years. I know, and then look what happened to you and then look what happened more of that later Claire so um uh, it was good though to go traveling even though it took us for hours to get there and we had to rebook tickets at the last minute in a panic and all the rest of it ended up having to remortgage the house to go and see Robbie but it was worth it yes um I got a new suitcase especially for the event special for the trip (laughs) it has my initials on it it was from the Daily Edited. It was on sale. It's very smart. Very nice. Very happy with that. So that sort of made yes. me... I felt like I was very jaunty as I, you know, stumped you along jaunty. in the, <laughs> the airport, <laughs> pissed off that my flight was cancelled. But it was fun. And we stayed in a inner city hotel that was very noisy. Very noisy. And so, um, in fact, it was so noisy that I got moved in the middle of the night. Yes. Because um, there was a kebab shop opposite that literally had a sound system like a club sound system yeah. that was blaring out club music all night. And we weren't so Karens, were we? I mean, we weren't deliberately we weren't Karens. Karens. No, but I did get moved at two in the morning. But then when I looked at reviews, other people had been through the same thing. Mm. So we both independently sent email, ranty rant emails on the Monday. Yeah. And probably really upset the people running the hotel because they thought, oh, my God, who are these women? I know, but I really was like, you know, and I, you know I talk about the Calm app quite a lot and how I like listening to that when I sleep. I tell you what, the only thing that saved me at the end of that was when I couldn't sleep at all and I had my, I had earplugs in and a pillow over my head trying to block out the noise and I was nearly crying. I didn't, didn't know what to do and I was trying to be all relaxed and zen about it. The only thing that made me drop off was Harry Styles reading me a bedtime story. So pop music saved the day. <laughs> pop music. Thank God for pop music. But yeah. Well, we didn't we have fun though. We did have fun. It was lovely to go yeah. away. We had and we went to um, an art gallery and we saw some we art. Did. I, I went, went to a museum. To, yes, I went to the aquarium with my niece and nephew. We did all sorts. So, I went out there at nine o'clock at night. I know you did. I went to meet a friend at nine o'clock at night. I went to a bar. Like we just completely lost track of our age. Who am I? I Who am I? I know. I I, I rode a scooter. We shall not mention that again. Did traumatise you somewhat, didn't it? Um, It did, yes. It was very amusing though as well. 
Friday. Well, that was Robbie. Now let's do some beauty spots. Beauty spots. Because we went to another event. Beauty spot. Beauty spot. Beauty spot. Um, We went to another event, didn't we, Claire? We did. We went to a Priceline event, which was just amazing. Priceline event. It was amazing. Love Priceline. Not an ad. And it was a work event and they sort of bring you up to date on all the trends and everything. And then you get to meet the suppliers um, and some of the suppliers gave us some of their stuff to test. Yeah. And so, of course, I said to them all, oh, we'll talk about you on the podcast when we test them. And we have we have actually talked. We have actually yes. tested quite a lot of stuff. And I want to tell you some of the things and you can tell me some of the things that you like. All right, go on, you go first. Well, I got some cream, hair cream by this company called Daily Naturals. Um, they're all natural ingredients. It's like and just very, um, you know, nice and sustainable and all that sort of stuff. It's called Ends Sealer. Um, and oh my goodness, life changing for my hair. It's really Ooh. quite thick. It's almost like a sort of gluey consistency. But it actually stopped my hair from being frizzy. And made my ends not look all kind of horrendous, which is a problem with my hair. I mean, my whole hair is just a complete disaster, as we all know. But So I will highly recommend that, Daily Naturals. Also, the L'Oreal Age Perfect Midnight Serum, which is now, a I haven't tried for it Estee yet. Lauder. I have had a bottle of the Estee Lauder um, Advanced, Advanced Night, Night Repair. Repair before, and honestly, it is amazing. But yes. it's really expensive. Yes. So the L'Oreal one's about, I think it's like sixty dollars. Yeah, and, and um, the, it's a duplic. Yeah, and the L'Oreal, the Estee Lauder one's one hundred and sixty dollars. Yeah, so you know, you, what you're gonna do, yeah. eh? What you're gonna do? Yeah. So I've, yeah, have I've you looked, started using it? Yeah, and I looked online at some people's reviews, and a whole bunch of those YouTubey people, TikToky people. Mm. <laughs> yes. Um, all agree, it's just as good. So I mean, you know, Estee Lauder, you know. Mm you got to bring your prices down. Um, I also tried Milani Mascara. Now, Milani is a, is a new brand, a newish brand, I think, that um, Priceline is stocking. But it's got this one mascara and it oh, promises. I know who, yeah, you know who they are? You know who Milani are? No. Well, they're in a very high-profile court case at the moment. Oh. They're, doing that, they're the concealer people, aren't they? In the Amber and Johnny case. Oh. Oh, oh, mm. okay, all right. As in the concealer mm. that she used. Yeah, and then they hide. said it wasn't. Yeah. Then they said it wasn't invented. Then, but mm. sorry, yes, yes. So I have heard of Milani, well, they, but only um, in that context, right? Well, not so in the amazing mascara, mascara context. context. Well, in the amazing mm. mascara context, which we will discuss now. Um, it's just um, yeah. I love mascara that looks that makes your eyelashes really long, and I don't care about clumping particularly. I don't mind a bit of clumping. I like to really notice that I've got mascara on, and this stuff is just like mile high. Like you just get really, really long lashes instantly, and it stays on all day and doesn't go all around your eyes so I love it and I also tried this freeze frame eyelid lift which is a little gel that you put on around your orbital bone as they say and it literally opens your eyes up it literally is like having a little eyelid lift it's I don't know what it does but I highly recommend it so all these things I tried what did you try and they're all pretty good I so far have tried the um it's an Australian brand called Cinch, C-I-N-C-H, and I tried their Sleep and Glow Overnight Skin Booster, mm. and I really liked it, actually. Mm. So Cinch, only there's only three products in the range, 
and each thing does about three different things. So it's right. quite clever. Um, so this nighttime glowy stuff, right, is like a mask that you leave on overnight, but it's also um, a moisturiser, but it's also got a bit of exfoliant in it as well. Mm. Yeah. So um, multi-talented, eh? It's you? very multi-talented. So mm. I, I actually, so it's five-in-one overnight booster mask with pawpaw and pineapple enzymes. Mm. And, um, yes, it's meant to exfoliate, hydrate, and smooth the appearance of fine lines. I actually, I've used it twice, and I do like it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's 30, 30 bucks, I think. Oh, that's cheap. That's mm. good, isn't it? I'm also yeah. trying something I didn't get at um, Priceline, but I wanted to do a shout-out because you know how much I love Dermalogica. Oh, yes. And I've been using the Circular Hydration Serum, which I think is really just a posh hyaluronic acid, but it's got lots of things in it that and make more than one hyaluronic acid. It costs about $90 on Dermalogica's Ooh. website, but you can get it for about 80 Anyway, it's actually really good. It really makes your skin so soft and moisturised all day. Um, and then I dropped it in the bathroom and the whole thing shattered. Oh, Claire. I know. So I was heartbroken, oh, but that's... I love it. I love it. That's sad face, isn't it? I know. It? And you know when you just go, oh. it's the middle of the night, I've just dropped all my serum. Oh. Tears? And then, huh? Were there tears? No, I was just really cranky and then I had to pick mm. it all up and make sure that none of it was mm. still there in case the cat walked it you know all oh, yes. of glass. Oh, very dear. annoying very annoying I think that some of that is because I'm very clumsy which we can talk about in a minute because that's a menno moment thing isn't it oh yes mm, clumsy. okay I can mm. talk about that as well mm. all right well before that let's do some culture club culture, culture club, club. Club. Mm-hmm. Um, two things we've both been watching, Claire. Mm-hmm. One, mm. Ozark. Yes, we, the we're final. Both finished, finaled. Um, are we going to do it without? Uh, what about spoilers? Are we worried about spoilers? I don't think we should spoil. I think we should just say no. It was well, I thought it was very well wrapped up and very good ending. You weren't so sure, were you? Oh no, I thought it was probably the only way it could end. To be honest, mm. no, I I just was sad for one of the characters. Yes. Um, but I think it was inevitable and realistic. I um, also think I, I read an interview with the people who with some of the people that worked on the show and they were talking about that ending and about why that character why it had to end like that for that particular character. And yeah. they were saying that um otherwise often bad people get away with things in shows and stuff like that and so it's really interesting to sort of work out whether that's the right way of ending things or not because yes. you know there has to be some um, accountability. accountability for things, which hopefully isn't a spoiler because you don't know who we're talking about. Um, no, nobody, we don't know what we're talking about. I don't about, know who the hell I, I don't know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> but look, I think, you know, Ozark as a series, it lost me a little bit in about um, maybe all the stuff about the casino. Right. But as a, as a series, um, I would give it 8 out of 10. It was pretty good. I would give it 8 popcorns out of 10 as well. 8 yeah. popcorn eatings out of 10. Yeah, and the other thing we've been watching um, is the English version of Call My Agent, which yes. did you watch? The, I love the French Call My show? Agent, yes. Oh my I was God, a massive champion ever. of it. You were a massive mm. champion. You're a massive champion, Claire. Mm. Um, and that's not an insult. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> You're saying I'm fat. Um, yes, it was really, it's really lovely. But And then the English one, 10%, is yes. just as lovely. It, oh, look, it's not quite as good. I don't think it's quite as good. 
I have to say. I'm enjoying it, but I think Call My Agent was sublime. Look, I think you're right, but I do think there's something very heartwarming and kind of comforting about watching some of your favourite people play themselves on TV, which was what yes. the beauty of Call Me Agent is because all those French actors and actresses played themselves yes. on it and they were like, because it was the agency that looked after a whole bunch of people like Marion Cotillard and people like that. Um, maybe not Marion Cotillard, but you know, other French, French. insert French, French actor name legend. here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so um, this one's got Helena Bonham Carter. It's got um, the woman who played Phoebe from. Um, oh, Phoebe Devinen. Devinen, yeah. 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 And, so it's about know. a talent agency in London, and um, and they they're all sort of backstabbing each other and then yeah. looking after their celebrity clients. Yeah. Um, and it's very entertaining, and it's done by the people who did W One A and Twenty Twelve, which are two of my favourite shows of all time. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's a certain style to it, and the way that everyone talks is very um, sort of um, stylized, and I I just love it. And also, it makes London look fantastic. It does because, of course, everyone doesn't work in Soho, but it makes it no. look like everyone does, and it's all fabulous. Yeah, yes, really in good. the West End of London, it's yeah. just all fabulous, isn't it, Claire? Fabulous! I highly recommend that. That is on Amazon Prime. Yes, Ozark and I got Netflix. Amazon. That's right. And I actually got Amazon Prime last week purely to watch that, but also because I was in my on my sickbed. Mm. Um, and so I decided I would finally catch up with Lux Listing Sydney. Oh, yes. And you enjoyed As, it thoroughly, I take it. I binged two seasons of it. Um, and, yes, it's obviously amazing, absolute rubbish. <laughs> but loved up it. nicely. Slash hated it. Yeah. yeah. Who's your favourite character? I mean, who's your favourite? Um, well, I like Monica agent. too. Monica too, who right, comes yeah. in season two. Yeah, she's, she's great. just amazing. Yeah. Um, and I quite like Tammy, the Tammy, the sulky offsider. She's quite good value. Yeah. Um, who's always being rude to Simon Cohen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, they could probably do with a bit more actual happening. Maybe season three. There is a season three. <laughs> maybe a bit more needs to actually happen. Oh, um, I don't know. I know mean, they I do, do a lot of driving, there. don't they? A lot, There's of, a lot driving of driving up and down streets in um, Dover and it doesn't have any bearing on where they're actually going at all. It's just like they're driving <laughs> in eastern suburbs somewhere. Can I tell you something, though, Claire, which mm. will shock you to the core? Yeah. You know, a lot of it is staged. Don't be ridiculous, Lisa. Of course it's true. <laughs> and some of those houses aren't even for sale, Claire. Wow, They're just perving around people's houses. Well, you know what? I kind of don't mind. No. I kind of don't Fair mind. Enough. I mean, you know, it is what it is. You, I like looking at it people's is. houses. I love judging people for their terrible taste in furniture slash artwork. Yes, that is that is fun, Claire. Please never come to my house. Um, <laughs> and then the other thing I was watching, um, because I tried it at the time, I thought, oh, let's give it a go because it will keep me quiet for a bit if I can get into it, is Mad Men. Yes. Oh, Don Just Draper. nothing happens. Just nothing happens. Do me, there. John Draper. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Don Draper is lovely, obviously, but. I don't know. It's very slow. I don't understand why everyone's so mad for it. But any well, mad I, for Mad Men. I just think it's it's like a lovely swell. I mean, stuff does happen, but I also feel like it's a real slice of like that really sexist, 
um, weird world of the 50s and 60s where men did go out to work and women didn't and men drank, you know, martinis at lunchtime and then had affairs. That's lovely, isn't it? No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like it's such a... It's such a moment in time and they just got it, it looks so perfectly right. Yeah. Yeah, it does look amazing and it makes you quite angry about that stuff. Yeah. And also people smoke constantly. So much cigarette smoke. I wonder if so they were really smoking. smoking. I don't know if I've read anywhere whether they were actually No, smoking. I read something about it. They had they're not allowed to smoke you're not allowed to smoke cigarettes by law on film sets. Mm. So um they were all herbal. All right. Well a bit and not the good sick, kind. Though, wouldn't you? You'd feel so sick mm. just puffing away on whatever you're puffing away on. Yes. Anyway. Um, all right, well that was culture cub. Mm. Now let's do some down with the kids. <laughs> down with the kids. Down with the kids. <laughs> all right, um, the kids are talking the about kids something, are talking aren't about they? Something. And it's a TikTok phenomenon. Mm. Um, and it's been talked about a lot lately. It's the ick. Do you know what the ick is? No. So the ick is the moment when suddenly you decide that the person that you actually liked is disgusting. So, so oh, okay. So when yeah. you date someone or whatever, and then suddenly mm. they, um, I don't know, they eat with their mouth open or yeah. they have a bad dance move, <coughs> and then you suddenly get the ick and it turns you off them and then you can't mm. be with them anymore. Oh, I've got one. I've got one. I had a boyfriend who said, um, I'm just going to the little boy's room. <laughs> exactly. And he went to the toilet. Yeah, that would be. And that was it. I was yeah, like, oh, no. It. Definitely. Mm. It could be anything from a bad shoe. Right. Um, you know, like, say so someone can be, you know, like wearing a terrible shoe all of a sudden. Or, yeah, say little boy's room or whatever. It's just, so people are now seeing it um, as a as a moment where you just go I'm going to move on now that's a trigger to to just dump somebody so there's there's been a lot of conversation so if you look on TikTok and you search the ick there's all these videos of people telling you what the ick was and it's it's hilarious because it's all these young people just saying you know what the ick and it's things like people saying calling bananas nanas and you know like really dumb things yeah but it was just the one thing that just gave them the heebie-jeebies that was it even the heebie-jeebies probably would be one um and so it's about finding so obviously some psychologists are now saying that you've got to be really careful with the ick because if you uh, if you've got such a high level of perfection that some the way that someone says something or wears a particular shoe or eats in a certain way is enough to turn you off them, then you've got a really high level of perfection that no one can ever attain. Mm, you um, might end up being quite lonely. But it's just, it's such a it's such a great ick. And um, there's a story that I read on the conversation where they were talking about the ick and about whether or not it's self-sabotage or whether it is that people are actually assholes. <laughs> um, but yes, it's the ick. So now you can, you can use the ick in conversation. <coughs> literal, oh, oh dear. Sorry. Literal conversation. Mm. And be very um, down with the kids. Down with the kids. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Now, listen, does Pete Davidson count as the kids? I think so. Because he's 28, so That's is he right, one of the kids? He's one, he would be, he'd be one of the kids, although actually now he's dating a woman with four of her own, so Yeah, the 40-year-old. Yeah. Because we were discussing, Claire, because that's a segue. Yes. We were discussing, is he now hot, that he's had his glow up? Yeah. Because he went to a few things last week and Kim's done some work on him, hasn't she? (laughs) Kim Kardashian. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know who Pete Davidson is still, 
He is a comedian. He's on Saturday Night Live. He was in that movie, The King of Staten Island. He's like a kind of comedy genius. He's one of those kind of new breed of comedians that everyone loves. He's had a few specials on Netflix. And he's dating Kim Kardashian. He's dated Ariana Grande. Um, you know, he's dated every famous woman in Hollywood. And no one ever understood why, because he was quite dweeby, geeky, mm. thin, tall, mm. um, kind of weedy looking guy. Um, and then Kim got a clause into him <laughs> and he's he had did. a bit of a glow up and now he's a bit hot. Yeah, I still don't get it personally, but mm. um, she seems very happy. So well, We, we you know. talked about him once before and I think we all decided that he must have an enormous penis. <laughs> yes. And that I still don't know. Decided. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but, you know, whatever he's doing with it, it's working for him. Well, he's doing, he's, or, yes, there's something. He's certainly got some talent. He's got. He must have some hidden talent. Yeah, I mean, he was on very the face sweet. Of it, yeah, I don't know what what the appeal is. He was very. I mean, I really enjoyed the King of Staten Island. I don't necessarily. I don't really like Saturday Night Live, so I don't. No, find him that funny, don't really get generally. it. On the Met Gala red really? carpet, oh, when... sweater weather. Sweater weather. Sweater weather, Claire. <laughs> um, yeah. On the Met Gala red carpet, which is also a segue, kind of. Mm. Um, he was very attentive to Kim because she couldn't walk in the mm. stupid dress. And, um, you know, and he was very nice and charming and a very good companion. And I guess that's what we want in a man if it doesn't give you the ick, really, isn't it? Yeah, that's um, right. But speaking of the Met Gala. Yes. What a fucking load of trollop. Oh, Tosh. <laughs> Bollocks was that. <laughs> it's just nonsense, isn't it? Um, Honestly. I, you, know what? It, it, you know, like, we work in magazines and we have done for years. The Met Gala is like the Oscars for, for lots of magazine people because it's just a chance to see all your favourite stars in amazing couture and because it's got a theme, it's kind of fun and all that st- sort of stuff. But I just found it so... I think using the word stars is, you know... And over, overplaying it slightly? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I mean, when all of the Kardashians are there and Kylie Jenner turns up looking like bloody little Bo Peep, you know, you just have to under you have to kind of go. Well, they've really changed the invite list, haven't they? They've really, you know. Yeah, I guess I Anna Wintour it's... does the invites, and she would she would argue that she 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 um in, invites people who people are talking about. Mm, um, I just found the whole thing quite boring and lame and stupid, and, and then, then Kim Kardashian Kim wearing, you know. Marilyn's Marilyn Monroe's dresses. Um, it's like, why? Yeah. What? And why is she allowed to? Wear, why is she allowed to wear these dresses that are sort of, you know, museum pieces? But they're I not just... museum pieces. They're in Ripley's Believe It or Not. Oh, Ripley's. Okay. And they're like, no one. Like, if they were in, like, I was listening to another podcast, a Mamma Mia podcast, and they were saying, you know, if it was in the Met or something, understandable. But it was literally, <laughs> I'm sure anyone could wear it if they asked. I don't right. know. I don't know. I, I just it felt a bit tasteless, a bit tacky, and yeah, I, I, I don't know why she would get to wear it either. She doesn't deserve to wear Marilyn Monroe's mm. dress. But then I also, and I thought it was really distasteful that she was fated so much for losing sixteen pounds or seven kilos to get into the dress in a three week period, which just seems dangerous and you know stupid. Mm. It does seem a bit stupid. However, if I'm Absolutely honest, I was quite inspired. <laughs> I was like, how does she do it? I was like, oh, my God, please. It did make me think a little bit like, oh, my God, you really just have to eat. If you just ate steamed fish and 
veggies for three weeks, you'd lose seven kilos. Yeah, you would. probably would, yeah. Yeah, but that's, you know... Are you gonna what am do I going to do about my cheat, my forties knocky then? <laughs> and I mean, honestly, you don't, you can't eat for breakfast, can you? No, probably they probably do. Anyway, I don't want to talk about it. No, let's it's too talk annoying. about it. All right. Let's All right. Something else. Let's talk about what hurts now. What hurts now, Lisa? Well, Claire, I just wind about the fact that I've been sick and. I ended up with tonsillitis and I ended up with antibiotics, which I don't think I've taken antibiotics for three years. Yeah. And they are literally a wonder drug. Yeah, they are. Like, you can feel them, like, especially when you haven't taken them for so long, like, coursing through your system. Yeah. Um, I've had my first sick days in years because yeah. we just didn't get sick during COVID unless you got COVID, obviously. No, that's right, that's right. I'm talking about general sickness here. I'm not talking about terrible illnesses. No, I'm talking about your regular day-to-day sicknesses. Yeah. No. We haven't been exposed to them, have we? No. Um, and you and I have not had the dreaded COVID either. So um, it's been a bit of a shock to the system. I've been, there's been tears, Claire. There's been calls to my mother. Um, <laughs> there's been lots of chicken soup. Um, it's so miserable being it's ill. Really I've miserable. forgotten how awful it was. Yeah, it's not good. And also, I think because you haven't been sick for so long, you don't know. You don't. You can't have anything to measure it against. So you start. You kind of think that this is the this is the end. This is the end. <laughs> I'm not going to make it out. Three in the morning when you're yeah. like you're literally in yeah. agony with your yeah. throat and you're crying. You think this is it. Yeah. This is the end. This is how it's going. Yeah. This is how it's going to be. <laughs> oh well i'm glad you're feeling better and like thank thank you marie curie or Mm. whoever it was that invented penicillin (laughs) yes i'm just looking forward to the um you know the thrush that comes with it but anyway (laughs) we'll talk about that next time wait just get yourself some caniston and have some some yakults and you'll be fine and is anything hurting you or you're right um all right we can talk well when we get to our one of our se- another segment i can tell you my yeah. my moment. all right yeah. well why don't we do that now okay um it's that i've been crying a lot again crying all the time yeah, crying all the time and clumsy really clumsy and that harks back to my dermalogica breaking the um serum bottle i can't pick anything up without dropping it I can't I've go anywhere near anything. I've always had hormonal issues about mm-hmm. clumsiness. Mm-hmm. I've discussed this with some of my friends in the past, mm-hmm. not linked to meno, but just linked to hormones. Um, and clumsy, yes, very clumsy. Mm-hmm. Especially one, let's call her Lindsay. Oh, bless Lindsay. Hello, Lindsay. Um, yeah, I agree. I just feel like every month I just I have become, it's like I've just got flippers for hair. I don't have opposable yes. thumbs anymore. <laughs> Butterfingers, isn't it? Yeah. And honestly, yes. you just pick something walk up, into you things. drop it, walk into things. Mostly it's dropping things for me and burning myself on things. Yes, so I've I got do that constant as well. burns on my hands and I'm always dropping things and I can, what's, the, what's the solution, Claire? I don't know. Just not you in a room, maybe, padded room. Yes, and but also I feel like my distance judging is off when it comes to picking things yes. up and stuff like Facial that. Facial awareness. So, yes. So don't get in a car with me. Don't get in a car mm-hmm. with me. Um, and then the crying all the time thing is just um, getting out of hand. Like I can sit here and I can mm. talk to the cat and it will just start to make me cry. 
So, mm. um, you know, I think that's just everything. Mm. But I did read a story about crying written in the um, in British Elle magazine, um, and it was by Meg Mason, who is a author who wrote that book, Sorrow and Bliss, which some of us read and some of us talked about on this very podcast. And she said that um, she wants to change the way that um, crying is seen because she thinks that it's seen as a weakness. And, of course, it's not. It's strong and necessary. And that actually men can't cry as much or as easily as we can because we've got this basic biology that means that we've got more prolactin in our bodies than men, 60% higher in women than men, because testosterone serves as an active tear preventer. Did you know that? I did not. Isn't that interesting? So basically women's tear ducts are built differently as well so that they're shallower so they overfill and overspill much easier than men's so it's not a weakness it's actually biological that we cry all the time and then um we have to we just have to cry because we're emotional and we need to be empathetic and then all of those things are suddenly turned against us when we become crybabies and it's we're told Mm. that's a bad thing but actually it's lovely to be able to do that and she talks about how she was in a cafe and this man walked into her and she was really, really upset because she, she was just so sick of people doing that thing where they just don't acknowledge that they've done anything wrong to you. And then the man felt really bad and came over and apologised. <laughs> and oh. I thought, go you, girlfriend. Well, that's so good. Yes. But it is time that I think we need to, because it doesn't say that we can't cope. It just says that we're crying. There's two very different things, you know. Like, just because we cry all the time doesn't mean that we're not able to cope with life. It's just our way of letting off a bit of steam or letting some of that emotional stress out and actually it probably does us the world of good in the end they always say don't they crying have a little cry and you'll feel better have a good cry you'll feel better yeah i've been crying a lot but that's because i feel ill yeah i mean just just sitting around crying yeah Yeah. just just boohooing yeah for england and australia you've also had nosebleeds have you no Oh, I didn't write, write nosebleeds. Oh, I didn't write nosebleeds either. I did not write nosebleeds. Oh, actually, nosebleeds. no, I did write nosebleeds. That did you? Yeah. Who wrote nosebleeds? Put your hand up if you wrote nosebleeds. It was it me. It me. Right. Sorry, I just wrote it was ages ago I wrote that. Um, I had a couple of nosebleeds, and I think it's from because your mucous membranes in your body have changed, and your nose is another mucous membrane, isn't it? You know, so like, you know how they say you get a dry vag? etc when you have men I love I love watching your face get uncomfortable in these moments um but I think your nose gets dry because it's the same thing you're not you're not making enough snot you know you're not making enough mucus so it would make sense wouldn't it that you get that you get nosebleeds and I think nosebleeds are a symptom of menopause for that very reason something else to look forward to thank you Claire anytime right let's move on from Dry Noses and badge. A big question. Big question. Claire. Yes, Lisa. Do you think we are living in the age of the air fryer? <laughs> this is the dawning of the age of, age the, air of fryer. the air fryer. Age of the air fryer. Uh, yes, I my do. Favorite, my favourite magazine arrived today. Mm-hmm. Choice. <laughs> yes. And I was very excited because they got four pages on air fryers. Mm. It's really like, that would be like bestseller reading for me. It would be like must read, must read immediately. Yes, it, it was a must read. They're calling it, um, they're saying, are we in the age of the air 
Mm. So that's where we got that, t- that question <laughs> from, Claire. Do you want me to give you some highlights from the Choice article? Well, you know what I'd like to know? Yeah. Lee and I, my husband and I, have got yeah. the one that we got given by our neighbour. It's yeah. not a digital one. It's just a it's just a little one that you turn on or whatever. It's not it's not particularly fancy. Anyway, now that we've embraced the air fryer with such, you know, gusto, gusto, and even he says now he's completely you know up with all of the the air fryer goodness. Loves it. Can't get enough of it. We want to upgrade, Lisa. So I'd be very interested to know what's the next one I should get. Well, the the number one air fryer, mm. according to Choice, is the Nutribullet. I didn't even know they made air fryers. XXL Digital. Mm. How much? Two eighty. Mm-hmm. Quite a lot of money. Isn't it's it got one? a pull-out drawer, so they've they've broken it down into pull-out drawers, lid with cooking basket, and shelves. Right. So I tell you the cheapest the the cheapest one that rates the highest. Mm. Well, there's nothing in the, in there under one hundred and thirty. Okay. Well, what's the cheapest one? 130. No, but, but what is it? <laughs> oh, Magic Bullet. Right. Magic oh. Bullet air fryer in black is 130. Because mm. I got mine for like 70 bucks from Target. Mm. And it does everything. Mm. Has it got bells and whistles or no bells no. or whistles? It's got no bells or whistles, but it does. It's fine. Mm. I think it's fine. Um, they say you should keep it on your bench top, by the way. Why? Because um, they're a bit bulky, and I don't think you're meant to keep moving them around. Oh, I, don't, mm. I, I keep mine. But I do put a wooden chopping board underneath mine because you told me, Ooh. I believe, someone told me that they can crack your Caesar Stone workspace. Work no, yes. I did not tell you that. Yes, but now I'm they scared can. because they get they can get quite hot, and if they're on for a long period of time, sometimes people have complained that they've cracked their work. Surfaces. Oh, so I always put it on a wooden board. Yes, there you are. Thank you very much for me. Yes, and um, I'm going to buy a new one though. I'm not going to spend. I might. Everyone on the PDAs, which is our Facebook group, yes, talked about this the other day because, of course, we are the most fascinating women known mm-hmm. to man, mm-hmm. and they all like the Philips XXL. Oh, no, that's number three. Yeah, they all love that. That's five hundred and ninety-nine bucks, Claire. Oh, but they said you can buy, you can fit a whole chicken in it. Well, that's right. Cause it's know. XXL. Yeah, that's four hundred ninety-nine I mean, bucks. Too much for too much. We don't need that much. We just need something that you can put some chips in and you know some chicken wings, piece but, of salmon, piece of salmon, piece of salmon. Mm. You know, or whatever else you know. You think, what am I making it the other day? Oh yeah, no, some sweet potato fries. You don't like sweet potato, do you? Hate sweet potato. Um, contentious. Choice issue, says. Choice says. Should you get an air fryer? So that I suppose is a big question as well, mm. isn't it? Yes. And Upsides are. Fast heat up and cooking times, good for heating, roasting and baking, minimal oil. The downsides are mm. they're big, mm. no viewing window, mm. high heat, mm. so food can get um, can dry out. Oh, here we go. The bench top the air fryer is sitting on can also become warm, which could potentially damage vulnerable finishes or surfaces. There Claire. you go, eh? And another downside is the small capacity. So, you, yeah. like, you can't actually fit stuff in there. You know, it's only about the viewing window. Is it how often do you sit there and stare into your oven, for example? Oh, I mean, well, that's, you know, what I, that's what I'm going to do right now once I finish up here, Claire. But, I mean, you can just open the drawer. It's not going to kill you to open it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not you might burn you that if oh, it's yeah, you know you've got to be careful oh, fair yeah. enough all right well all right. that's lovely I think that's it. all right i think that's us done that is us done sorry about last week lisa was too sick to was too continue sick. 
um, yeah, it's pretty you sweet. know, there was a lot of a lot of people were very worried about you. Oh, bless them. Yourself included. Yes. <laughs> uh, come to the PBAs and tell us what AFRI you've bought. Tell us yes. you know, anything that you that you want to us to talk about. We'll All see right. you next week. Okay. Well, ta-ra. 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 <laughs>